on this episode of Quantum Week, July 3rd through 9th, 1988. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines and stories and all sorts of stuff. And we are in July... 1988, the beginning of July, with Who Framed Roger Rabbit and The Flame by Cheap Trick. Yes. Anything off the top before? I, uh, I'm here in a, I'm in a great mood today. You're in a good Oh, no, tell me. So yesterday, last night, what my, my, sim, my sim baseball guy yeah. pitched a perfect game. Yeah, I saw you drop that in the chat. That's pretty Incredible fucking awesome. Incredible experience. So, I, I was screaming. And you control every pitch, right? Yes. Okay, so you do that. Yeah. Wow. It was an unbelievable experience. What, what, how many strikeouts did you get? Only eight, which is oh, not my, usually my guy averages like anywhere between like 10 and 14 every game. So it was actually a pretty low strikeout. Was he, did you throw not a lot of pitches? Was there a lot of contact? Is that uh, why? It was like, it's like, yeah, the contact was kind of just like light. It was, oh my God, it was an incredible experience. Like the la- And the last play, it was a comebacker to me. Yeah. So I had to run over and tag the guy. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, I didn't want to like miss him, you know, on the tag. That's like a folk to Minkiewicz, right? Uh, oh, more. Yeah, but then I, I, but I tagged the oh, runner. Oh, you tagged the runner. I, I didn't see. throw it to first. I just That's like, because I, I was already going that. It was like toward yeah. the line anyway. So I just yeah, picked yeah. it up and just ran. Oh my God. I freaked out. That's exhilarating. Oh my God. I was exciting. What time at night was that? About 1045. Okay. So dogs people, got some extra treats. There you go. They were, they were <laughs> Everybody celebrate, celebrates. Laura was excited. <laughs> she was yelling. I was yelling. We were going crazy. Oh, I was, uh, I was going nuts. I was, oh, I was Sounds so awesome. excited. Sounds awesome. I was so excited. I was re- yeah. I, so are you, are you in the playoffs or are you out of the playoffs? Because you're still with the Reds, right? Yeah, so that was uh, my first year at the Reds. I made it to the playoffs. I pitched the wildcard game. We won. Yep. I pitched one game in the LDS. Yep. And then they lost the other three, so we got knocked out. So your perfect game was in the LDS? No, my first oh. game is in the next year at the Reds. I'm in my I'm in my uh, last year oh, at the Reds. I thought you were. I thought you were in your walk year. I am now. Oh, I thought this last one no, was. No, no. okay. So you so got I, one more with the... the well, um, this final year now with the Reds. I see. Yes. So um, I'm just like, just suffering through. I hate... I asked my agent for a trade again. I hate the fucking Reds. I just yeah, so boring. boring. Uniforms are boring. The are they going to be middle of the pack? What's that? Are they going to be middle of the pack too? They're like in the wild card hunt. Like yeah. we're like a few games over 500. It's just boring. I just hate the Reds. Put them on your back, man. Take them to the WS. I have, but I, can only, I only pitched one game. Like I did. I made him Try to do two a week. I pitched a fucking shutout in the LDS. <laughs> yes. I, I can't control it. I don't control it. Oh, you can't. You I'm can't. just, I'm a fucking Put me in. hired Coach. hand. Awful, dude. <laughs> yeah, but the perfect game was incredible. So I'm still, I'm still. Uh, do you get along with your buddies though? Do you guys like have good chemistry in the clubhouse? Actually in the game, the more you play with people. Yeah. Um, the chemistry does come into play because then they'll actually make harder fielding plays for you. They'll try. They'll hard. die for balls yeah. and stuff. So like, uh, it actually the more games you play with someone, you does you do. That's that's kind of a cool part of the game. After perfect game, did you buy your your catcher a watch or something? They all came and celebrated, and they like picked me up, and they they and I'm like pumping. I'm like yeah yeah yeah. Like my little computer <laughs> man's all excited. You know? Oh man, I was going crazy. I was going nuts. Do you get like a walk in music as a pitcher? Or yeah, is they, that have, just for they have like you can get like walk in music. They have like uh, sound effects when you like strike a guy out. Yeah, and like the more you play, like different things be unlocked. So then you have access to more sound mm. effects or more like uh, walking music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't do a ton of that with with my guy, but can you like can you show up the batter too when you strike him out? Can you, uh, you can you do the pitcher's version of the the bat flip? There is some things you can. Yeah, there is some ways you can kind of like uh, have your guy pitch a certain way or kind of be animated a certain way. I just keep mine kind of standard. But if a guy hits a home run off me and I got I'm. If, Especially in spring training, if I'm in a mood or something, I'll just, you know, I'll be in the next couple of guys. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. You got to. One time I tried to be in the, the umpire. I was sitting, the umpire was calling horrible calls. So I tried to, like, get it so I would hit him in the face. 
but the catcher blocked it. I was all pissed. It's fucking so mad at this ump. Does the, um, can you, what happens when you hit the, do you see them like physically? Yeah, they kind of like, I haven't been thrown out of a game, but like I hit, I've hit three guys in a row once. I was so pissed off in spring training. I was like, bam, bam, bam. And, uh, the announcers are like, it's Dan Plezak and Mark DeRosa and Dan Plezak's like, you know, uh, you know, that looked intentional to me. It's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it certainly <laughs> the was. The third guy in a row? Yeah, I think so, Dan. He's like, the ump, sir, aren't going to have a lot of patience for that. I'm like, well, they let me do it, so. I'm going to keep doing Fuck it. Fuck him. I'm pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> is, it this, is, it, is it real life umps, too? Is it the real life? No, 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 okay. no. No, but it is cool. They Like, the umps have different traits, and you do start to get to know the, yeah. the umps, but they're not, re- like, umpires. Yeah, it's not like Angel Hernandez. Umpires in, like, real life have such a stick up there. Right, you can never yeah. have Angel Hernandez. Which would be amazing. Like, it would be off, like, or Eric Gregg strikes yeah. <laughs> like something like that. Like, uh, uh, right, but they don't have that for, uh, you know, that would destroy their little ump ego. Yeah, they are really, they do have a lot of Very egos. sensitive. Stupid umpires umps. are very sensitive, yes. Umpire would be a fun, that would be a fun thing to do. It's I mean, not, man. It's a rough life. Like, when I was with Monkey Boy, um, we would meet umpires in minor leagues. Yeah. So, like, you know, because a lot of times they'd be staying in the same hotel as us, you know, so we go down to the bar or whatever and they'd be there and, and uh, it's like, they're like, oh, it's really only existence. Like, it's me, it's only two people umpire crews in the minors. Mm. So it's like, oh, it's just me and my and buddy, buddy or me and my guy here and like, we're on the road because they're on the road constantly. They don't have like a home field for obvious oh, reasons. Yeah. So you travel way more than players do. And then like, he's like, it's just, they all go to the kind of the same school. It's like a Larry Hirschfield school. They all kind of go to like one or two schools. And so they all kind of know each other. So yeah. there is a fraternity there, but like, he's like, I'm away from my family for like the whole year. And I'm, you know, you don't get paid much in the minors. And then he's like, He's like, sometimes, man, like you're having a bad day and like you go to the park and everybody hates you. It's just like, it's that just, does suck. it never ends, Yeah, you know, and you can't like fraternize with players for obvious reasons. So you are really alone. It's just, yes, you it's, and the other ump. It's a really lonely existence. It, mm. it actually, when I, when I met with them and talked to them, it's like, yeah. but it was funny how like they will only hire guys who are big, like me or you could never be umpires. Really? Like, yeah. You have to have like really broad shoulders. They, I guess it's like a sign of authority, I guess. Um, oh. But you think about it, if you think back to umpires, they're all roughly the same kind of size. Yeah, they are. They're, they're bigger, bigger big guys. Yeah. Like um, guys who look like they might have played like college football, kind right. of like really broad shoulders. Um, but yeah, like me or you that we would never get. And the guys, huh. sure enough, the umpires I met in the minors are all like bigger they're guys. Big. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on your uh, on you. your fake baseball. Shall we move on to Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. It's a very good movie. It is a very good movie. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I liked it a lot as a kid, but you never know if it's going to hold up or, or not. And uh, it does really well. It's pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, what they do is amazing. What Bob Hoskins, I mean, everybody, the whole thing, it's yes. a huge technical challenge. Yes. Whole thing is a technical challenge and it looks awesome. It for does. What it, is. it holds up. It really holds up. I mean, for that world, that type of world, it's sort of Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes type of world. It looks and right. And is, yeah, but it doesn't look, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. The Dumbo looks good. Yeah, but with you know just the animation with the shadows and they look three D and they but yeah. not not like three D now where we're no. you know, Pixar stuff like it looks like it looked like what you Warner think, Brothers and it looks like what you'd think cartoons would look like like it looked if you were gonna if, meet if they them. were real yeah. like it it felt right yeah it, it felt in a, right in such a bizarre thing they they really got it down I, I obviously they you know this movie was a huge effort Robert Zemeckis directed it Steven Spielberg was involved with the producing sure. and, and a lot of the the back end stuff. Um, you got Eisner, you got, you know, uh, Eisner kept trying to kill the movie. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, a number of different times. He, he got scared off of the budget a couple of times and a couple of times he just didn't think it would work. He never quite, it wasn't until Jeffrey Katzenberger sat him down. I was like, listen, we like, got to do We're going to make this, you know, also yeah. Disney was really wanting to work with Steven Spielberg. So they were willing to kind of let a lot of stuff fly. Sure. Having said all that, I completely understand. I would never have greenlit this movie. Oh my God. Nothing had ever been done like that before. Well, no, yeah, but you're telling me you're making this movie. that's not really hundred percent for kids. 
It's not really 100% for adults. Yeah. It has no stars in it. Right. I know they tried to get Harrison Ford. He wanted too much money. They tried to get a number of guys who all declined it. Eddie Murphy declined Eddie Murphy, it. Yeah. He, he regrets that now. But, you know, uh, you know, so you got Bob Hoskins, who who is obviously great. He's awesome. This. He's incredible. Bob Hoskins is great, but he didn't have the, he's not a star. I mean, he's coming out with that movie, Mona Lisa, which I haven't seen. Um, he, he was nominated for oh, that. Oh, nominated. And he basically, in 87, um, he had won every award, like the BAFTA, the Golden Globe. Yeah. You go down the list, he won everything. And then Oscar night, though, he loses to Paul Newman for The Color of Money. They kind of gave Paul Newman kind of a career achievement award. Paul Newman is great in Color of Money. He is great. But I have not seen Mona Lisa. And leading up to Oscar night, it looked like Oscar's it won his. every single yeah, award. So, that's a little sad. Um, you know, you wonder if sometimes, sometimes, sometimes that can happen to the Academy where they get a little, little bit. Usually it's the Golden Globes that get kind of star fuckery. Sure. But um, it, it happened with with Hoskins there and the Oscars potentially. But and Hoskins obviously a very good actor. If you've ever very seen a good Bob actor. Hoskins movie, you know he, how good he is. Yeah. Uh, and he's a great. He's a perfect pick for Eddie Valiant. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have liked it with the other. I don't think Harrison Ford could pull this off. Think, There's no way. He's no. not goofy enough. He's not big enough. You know, he doesn't have the sort of the same body movements. You I think see, Harrison Hoskins. Ford, Harrison Ford would have been grumpy the whole time. He would have been grumpy. It wouldn't. It wouldn't would not have worked. So they also. Uh, he, Bill Murray was another person. Bill Murray, yeah. I don't think he would have worked I don't either. Think so either. He's too. He's too sarcastic. He's done a, has he done one that that he was a cart he was in oh, well, yeah, Space Jam. Yeah. Which I've never seen. I haven't seen it either. I know some people are probably like driving off the road when they hear that. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I you guys guys remember I was sixteen, Matt was seventeen when that came yeah, out. We weren't gonna go see a cartoon no, in the movies. No, no. Um but uh but who from Roger Rabbit I did see in the theaters, but um but uh but Hoskins is great. But I saw it in the theaters, right? My my aunt brought me to the movie theater to see it, and yeah. she, when we walked out, she was really embarrassed and she went to my mom afterwards, like this was some really adult themes in this movie. Sure. Uh my mom's like Chris watches radar movies. Yeah, kind of like in our house, I didn't have rules, so it wasn't really a big deal. Uh, but like her, but sure enough, when she had kids, she was def- definitely much more of like a yeah, like G and PG. Well, and she must have been household. uncomfortable with you. Like I, as a parent, I think that would be the hardest thing is, is seeing the sexual yeah. theme stuff and being uncomfortable. With so your she, kid. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. So yeah, so when uh, you know, it's definitely more of like a Barney house. I think at her house, yeah. when, you know, my house was much more like Freddy Krueger and like and, and yes. anything went kind of house. This is not. It's not bad. That bad. There's the patty cake scene. There's not. It's not bad. Right, but if you don't know what I know, if you're seven, you don't know what that that's, that's alluding right. to sex. Like you don't get you don't get yeah. what that would be. So I think they actually they're pretty clever. Uh, and but if you told me though, like just on paper, all right. So the movie is half cartoon, half live action uh there's no stars and christopher Lloyd, i'm sorry he's not a star there's no stars no. and uh and it's going to cost 50 million dollars which back then or whatever i know it said 30 but it ended up being 50 no, I, yeah um you know it's going to cost a lot of money we've never done it before it's gonna you know it's, it's like a hundred million now right that's the, yeah it wouldn't have, you know here you go you're gonna i'll be like fuck we're not doing this movie right who's it for right but you know what's funny when this movie comes out it's zemeckis uh is so good and this movie's and obviously the acting and everything is so well crafted it's the rare movie that I believe kids and adults can watch this and both be entertained. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm a, we, we both experienced that. I was a kid, loved it. Me too. As an adult, I think it's great. I agree. Yeah, so I think it, it's, you're right. It works. It, and not many movies do. No, because we say that all the time. Who is this movie for? Right. Like, they usually fuck around with that and, and mess that up a lot. And end up being for everyone. It really, is, it really did. It, like, almost an impossible thing to pull off. I'm giving this movie a B plus. Yeah, B plus. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's not quite an A minus for me, just because I mean, it's just not. It's not the kind of movie that it, it, there is enough. It's not hard. It's, there's not enough adult, I guess, stuff sure. going on. Like it, it still feels a little bit muted. But if you were like, I, I tell you what, you know, if I have a kid one day, I would love to show my kid this movie. Oh, absolutely! Like this would be like a great like take the popcorn, sit down with the kids, yeah. watch this. Like I hope it holds up. I'm actually curious. Anyone who's listening, uh, if you have kids, have you shown this to them? And if so. Did it hold up or Matt and I just kind of being blinded by our own childhood? The one thing that has, one of the things that it has going for it is it's super fast. 
the pacing's lightning quick enough. And so I think that's part of why it holds it. So coming into America, I really, we, we, you know, really liked it, but it's definitely a slower pace totally with the comedy is. where this is not, this is fast. This so, is like a modern pace. It, it is. So I think I really do. And yeah, it's amazing editing job. Um, in this it one, it won, didn't it? So I it won think three Oscars. Get, I think that's right. I think it won for that. Um, yeah, I think which, you're right. Which is pretty amazing that a movie like this would, would be. Well, I mean, but you think of the feet, you know, of of getting all the animation in and making it look right, and then cutting it to. This is really hard. It's, it's really hard. Really hard. You know, and the other thing too, I'm watching it, you know, as an adult now. I'm like, holy shit! So they got Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny being a scene together. And they if did. you know Warner Brothers, and you know Disney, <laughs> you know like how brand sensitive they are, <laughs> yes. and how like they basically keep that stuff under lock and yeah. key. So I was looking more, and I'm like, how did that happen? How did they get all of these? How did they get, you know, Betty Boop, who at the time in the 80s actually was getting kind of a resurgence, so her brand mm. was big. You know, you know, a lot of these brands are huge. Like, how do they have the trust to let them be in, the, in this movie that they right. don't really have a lot of control over? And ends up Steven Spielberg was the one who went and had meetings with each of those companies, not just Warner Brothers and uh, Disney, but also other cartoon companies as well. Yeah. Only like two or three said no, smaller ones. Almost everybody else was on board, uh, but if it wasn't for Steven Spielberg, so just he he just said this is going to be this has a chance of being really big. Let's get you some brand awareness, and it'll be fun for the movie. I don't know what he said. I'm guessing it was more. I, I doubt it was that. I'm guessing it was more like, hey, we're looking to do this. Don't you want to be kind of part of the party? Yeah, you know, hey, you know, we're, it's going to be a lot of fun. Every all the cartoons are going to be in there. We're going to do it with a real playful wink. You you know, maybe it would help some cartoons. And sure enough, it did. Like I think I think this. Some people say this is the beginning of the uh, animation renaissance you get with like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the yeah. Beast. I kind of disagree because I don't know if the same audience that's going to see Who Framed Roger Rabbit is going to see Little Mermaid. No, they're not. But definitely the same audience that's going to see Little Mermaid is seeing Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Like that's the same audience. This is in a, this is more an adult movie. This than is more a kid's adult movie. movie. Yeah, right. and it, based on the book, uh, Who Censored Ro- Roger Rabbit, which I actually read after seeing the movie Did you really? as a kid. Yeah, it's I it's so long ago now, thirty years ago that I don't really remember, but it was pretty soon thereafter. Uh, and it's a more adult book, and it was it's dark and odd. That's it how I remember it. Seems that way. I actually I was looking through. I was just doing very 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 light cliff notes on it, and it's like, oh, but a lot of the same characters and a lot of yep. the same like things that we see in the movie are actually originated in the book. Yeah, that's right. Pretty creative guy to write that. Like, very creative guy. This movie's like wildly creative. It is. Yeah. No, it's a very creative book, but it's darker and weirder. So if that's the subject matter, you know, to me, it would it would be so hard to turn that that book into a kids into a kids movie. So, so yeah, so it's a different audience that they're going to see these, these I, I Dis- agree. Disney films. And like, I know for myself, even as a kid, so whatever. So I'm um, eight when this comes out, right? I saw this in the movie theaters. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then I saw a little mermaid and, uh, you know, Beauty the beast and Aladdin because my little sister wanted yeah. to see those. Right. So I went and saw them. I wasn't nearly as entertained. No, now, obviously I was a little bit older when those come out. That can make a difference, but I don't think I was that much older because I, I really loved one movie. Yeah. Who from Roger Rabbit. And the other ones, I could kind of just like hit them. Yeah, the other like, ones eh. are fine. I'm like, eh, it's okay, They're I guess. Fine, but like, but... I had no interest in like seeing them ever again. Nah. Where like, I remember when I was like, when I was like 16 or 17, I think I bought the Who uh, Framed Roger Rabbit VHS. Yeah. So I had that, because I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind kind of seeing this again. And also just kind of just, just I remember just, it was like on sale. I'm like, oh, I bought it. And sure enough, I watched it a couple of times. I think this was an HBO one for me too, a few times. It's a, it's a really entertaining movie because, you know, it's the kind of movie too, you can kind of pop in wherever. Yeah, Obviously can. they have kind of that uh, plot of kind of the mystery element of it. But the mystery isn't that mysterious, not, no. and knowing what knowing the mystery doesn't ruin the movie like some other movies do because it's so yeah. obvious. Like it's so clear, Judge Doom is he's, he's a, a bad, bad guy, guy, of course. So like you know, you know, revealing that is, isn't although he doesn't ruin a, the movie at all. Him being a tune, I didn't know that when I saw it at first. I probably I probably should have known that. 
But you I mean, was like just now. No, no, no. Oh, uh, the first when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, I, didn't see, I didn't know that either. But like after he gets steamrolled, I that that scene creeped me out. It's a pretty good reveal. Oh my god, he gets steamrolled, and he's first you're, you're looking down, and you're like he's flat, and he's not moving at first, and that's that's not what a human looks like when they've been steamrolled. Yeah. and then he starts inflate, or he's, yeah, he starts getting he's up. up. And go, it would it freaked me out. It's like what the fuck. It's pretty and great. Then blew himself, you know, he leaned himself up or whatever he did. That was. That was pretty crazy. That's a pretty great. That's a pretty great scene. Chris Lloyd. I know we, we kind of. I, I knocked him. I said he wasn't a star, but like he's really good in this. He's awesome. He's I, a great bad guy. In and this. it's so good because because he's. I actually had some conflicted feelings about Christopher Lloyd because he's so awesome as Doc Brown. Oh my god, you just and, love and, him. Well, did you watch Taxi? I did. Yeah. So Lieutenant. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I mean, he's Reverend great. Jim. I mean, he's, he's great incredible. there, but he's but he's so lovable as Doc Brown. I think he's even more. He's just such a good guy. Yes, of course. So there's that versus this doom character yes. and he's he's great at he's it pretty, he's crazy he's pretty scary he's fucking he's, he's scary they said they, they had tim curry come in first <laughs> to do right. it, and they found that he was too scary well, which i yeah. believe if you watch it or legend i mean he's yeah. the devil in legend and right. you see him in that costume and it's it it burns a hole in your but i'm thinking eyes. like not that i was scared by it but because i had seen no I, I said i when i was a kid i did go to a lot of like especially like horror movies with my dad so it wasn't you know something like judge doom wasn't gonna scare me but i remember thinking like this right. guy's pretty creepy yeah like Imagine being like that much scarier than Judge Doom because Judge Doom is like Chris Boy is not <laughs> pulling any punches. No, he's not. You know, like so. It's like, oh, this guy's kind of frightening as it is. I can't imagine Tim Curry must have been terrifying. <laughs> Fucking Satan. Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of going through the Oscars here. So uh, it it's funny. So it it won for best sound effects editing. That makes sense too. But well, here's what was up. Willow, which we both hate, right? Um, and actually, remember Willow had terrible sound effects. Had terrible all. sound. Um, and Die Hard, which. Yeah, but I see why they would give it to this because it's it's more complicated. Because you you need sound to signify things are happening. It's typical cartoon, you know. You get the the birds flying over people's heads and and the all you know. The sounds in cartoons are way more animated. So they are animated. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, like you hit you you hear bell ringing sounds. There was and all a lot of, of and and also you're mixing that sound with right. uh, like real you know 1947 LA sound. Exactly, um, it's hard. But the diehard sound is pretty great. Like the glass yes. and stuff when he's yeah. walking like this. It's <laughs> tough, tough to beat that. Art Direction was nominated, did not win. So what was up for it? Well, one was Dangerous Liaisons, which I've never seen, and I really need to. Who's in that? Oh, that's with, um. oh my God. Uh, Dangerous Liaisons. John Malkovich. Uh, yeah, wait. Glenn oh, Close, Michelle Pfeiffer. Period film? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that one, I've seen it. Uh, Beaches was nominated for Beaches? Art Direction. Beaches. Oh, Beaches, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Very classy, man. Sorry. It's going to get you canceled. Um, Rain Man, which the art direction, I don't think the art direction was that great in that movie. We, we covered that for the show. I wouldn't think of great art direction. I mean, it's a road them. movie, but like, yeah. I mean, the, I guess the Vegas scene was c- kind of interesting when he's kind of going yeah. down the oh, escalator. But like, yeah, yeah. Like the, and but not beaches either. Uh, Why beaches? It doesn't know. make sense. Tucker could, the Man in His Dream. Tucker's a cool movie. That's a cool movie. I yeah. saw it as a kid, and that movie actually had amazing art direction. That movie yeah. looks um, phenomenal. It does look great. Uh, and then Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which has great art direction. Yeah, that should win. I mean, I didn't know. That's stupid. Um, Okay, so it, it did not get nominated for makeup. And we can have a discussion because we've seen all three of those movies. Uh, two of them for the show. Beetlejuice wins. Okay. Has great makeup. It does. But this had great makeup with Judge Doom. I know. Uh, nominated was Coming to America. Which that makes covered, sense too. Which yeah, had, which he's pre- got Eddie Murphy in full of roles. And Eric Singer Hall in those. Yeah. And then Scrooge, which had cool makeup. Remember Bob Gackleblade? And yeah, yeah. That's some cool makeup there. Oh, that's a good year. So, no, this is a really interesting year for movies. Um, best film editing, this one, who's uh, from Madrid at one, which is, I, I think that's right. Pretty wild, though, that like a family film would win for best film editing, because that's a pretty, 
It's a fairly prestigious award. It's so hard. It's this so, was so, so hard amazing. to do. Unbelievable. I mean, this, this might be this might be like best if you consider the fact they had to relayer the animation in there. This might be. Oh my god! Well, that's what happened. Is it took them fourteen months. So they they filmed for basically eight and a half months. Yep. Um, and then it took them fourteen months. You know, in post. Right. In fact, it was such a, so uh, Christopher Lloyd did four Zemeckis films back to back to back to back back. Okay, he did the Back to Future one. Yes. And he did this. Yep. And he did two and three. Right. Which they famously filmed back to back. But there was so much of a layoff between this and Back to Future 2 that he was able to do not only the Dream Team with Michael Keaton. Right. He also did Eight Men Out. Oh, right. So he had time to do like multiple movies. That's how long this post-production <laughs> yes. was. Yeah. That he had time to do multiple things before they were getting stuff. And also there was time in the back end because it took them time. They wanted to get all the sets, all the stuff sets built for two and three before mm. they started with well two, that makes sense you know but if you you hear the stories of what it took to fucking do the animation so they had to they put silhouettes in and then they did rough draw over it then they did the real animation but then they had to do all sorts of lighting stuff too because they had they've got shadows they have that's the thing when you look at this movie these cartoons look like they're in the space that they're in that's crazy because they're in a real life space and they interact with the space like they're yes. like, they're messing with the humans and I, I was watching it pretty carefully. I'm like, all right, well, me too. This worked in 1988, great. Or, and I'm like, this worked in the late 90s when I had a VHS, a VCR. It did. I remember as a kid, like, as a high school kid, like yep. watching. It, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I got this from Suncoast. Yep. I want to watch this now on my big TV with you know digital. Yeah. Let's see how this looks in 2021. Now I'm like really picky about stuff. Uh, I, by the halfway through the movie, I forgot. Yeah. It, I, I, was, I was completely in. <laughs> right. And it wasn't until after the movie was over, I was like, oh, that. Like I remember at the end of the movie when they're um uh. uh Roger and Jessica are on that, that hook. Yep. And they're spraying. Yes. And the hook keeps moving. Yes. I never once watched the movie thought, how are they moving that thing? I was so invested in Roger. I even, I know they get out, but I, yeah. I was so invested just kind of watching the movie. Yep. That I forgot that it was a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how impressive this is. It's so, it's so impressive. I and stopped looking for the flaws because it won me over so many times. And the only way that this works, besides all the, you know, the back end stuff, is you've got Bob Hoskins, like, he just is unbelievable with the cartoons. He is unbelievable with Roger. You have situations where, okay, so he's shaking cartoons' hands. You have situations where cartoons are pushing him and he's falling back. Like to do he's that shit is so awesome. To a cartoon. Yes, he's handcuffed to a cartoon. Who's flying all around the room. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and the, but even little things, like just watch the way Bob Hoskins, uh, Eddie Valiant, interacts with Roger Rabbit. He gets annoyed with him. Yes. He gets irritated. It's not done with a wink and a nod no. it's not they, they never once the only thing they get mad about which i get kind of annoyed about is like oh la doesn't have any traffic or la doesn't have any freeways it's like it's a little meta it's like yeah. oh you know rubbing in our face now or at least in the 80s you know obviously still today that la is traffic. yeah, yeah. we get it but yeah. other than that though i just i was just and just envelop me into this world we don't need to have the meta stuff because bob hoskins is reading all of these lines like he might as well be doing another oscar like um a best picture winner. yes He's treating this as seriously as he can, but because of that, he's all the adults watching it are invested. Yeah, you believe him, right? Because he's acting his ass off. Yeah, he is. So you're like, oh, I, I believe this guy lost his brother. I never once thought it was funny or jokey or stupid. I believe this guy has an alcohol issue. It wasn't. I, I totally no, bought it. I bought it. Yeah, um, and he's doing it with uh, American accent. Yes, and not only that, but also a period accent, which yeah, works. It does. I felt like. I never once he thought... He sounded great. I never once thought, oh, no, this is dumb. This was made 40 years later. He's just pretending to be 1947. Like, I never once rolled my eyes about anything. No, no, I'm like, no, this he guy... sounds great. This guy looks like he just got dropped. He looks like they dropped him in. Like, he belongs in 1947. Why does he get nominated for an Oscar? 
Uh, oh, first off, just film editing. Oh, okay, uh, sure. Rob, Robert, Roger Rabbit wins. Um, nominated, though, and t- we talked about the variety in the movies this year. Die Hard, Gorillas in the Mist, which is an interesting movie. Oh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mississippi Burning. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that. Saw Gene it. Hackman. Right? I saw it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and then Rain Man. Uh, so why does he get nominated for an Oscar, for an actor, uh, best actor, right? Um, it's a good question. You got a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah. Here's, here's what was up for best actor. You had, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man. Makes sense. Okay. Gene Hackman, Mississippi Burning. Don't, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he's very good. Yeah. Obviously, Gene. I'm sure. Uh, Edward James Olmos in Stand and Deliver. Um. It's okay. He's good. He's, he's good, but that's not, he, he's good. Max von Sydow. Yes. And Pell the Conqueror. I have no idea. That, my, that's the misstep. The other one nominated, I think this is the one, this is the reason he didn't get nominated. Mm. Tom Hanks and Big. So why do I say that? Because the Academy's not going to have two family films. Like, it's just not going to happen. And it's not fair. Yeah. Hanks and Hoskins both deserve to get nominations, but the, the Academy is not going to have two family films. It's just, this is not how it works. Like, one of them is going to get the lion's share, and I guess yeah. it was Hanks, um, which well, is Hanks, a shame. It is. Hanks is quite good, though, in, uh, in Big. Oh no, no, I both got both guys should be nominated. Like, they should. And I'm not I haven't seen Pell the Conqueror. Max might be amazing in it. But I mean in hindsight, like this is not a movie people still talk about. Like I think if you Austin's better than almost redo too. that. Um Austin's is really good. He's he and the the technical mastery he has to have in order to, to pull off this film is off the charts. This is a harder film than anybody else had to make that year. There, there's some other major films, Fish Call Wanda, Last Temptation of Christ. Ooh, think about all the things for yeah. So, you know, think about, yeah. like, you know, Willem Dafoe got a nomination. Oh, my um, God. Working Girl uh, was, yeah. was up there. I don't like that movie. Um, you know, that's also the year that Jodie Foster wins for The Accused. So the, right. there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, different kind of movies out there. Um, so it's a pretty interesting, this is a weird year for movies. I, and I like weird years. I, I think this is a really uh, strong year for, for movies. Yeah, it's strong. Uh, Frances McDermott got nominated for Mississippi. That's her first nomination for Mississippi Burning. Uh, I forgot she was in that. Me too. I haven't seen it in a long time. I wonder if we'll run into that. Um, Kevin Klein won that year for Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, he's um, good. Yeah, he's, cool. he's yeah, great. He's really good. amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, I still think it's a miss. I think he, I don't, he, that's, that is an amazing acting job he did. Unbelievable performance. Yeah. Um, uh, as an adult, I walked away with, I've always liked Bob Hoskins. Yeah, me too. But, uh, watching this movie uh, now, I walk away with even like more respect. Uh, it's like, wow, this guy is just acting his ass off. And the whole cast is really good because you have Christopher Lloyd too. Who's um, also, also really believable. Totally with the tunes. believable. Um, I like the entire cast. I think the cast is great. I don't see a miss in the cast. No. Even like the, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, the older actor who plays Acme. Um, let me pull up his Acme name. was Stubby K. Stubby K, thank you. Um, Who's kind of a, a a comic actor from from the Catskills days? You want to go way back, um, but he he's he's really fun in that role. Like everyone is perfect. The tunes. Are, there's a great scene with Bob Hoskins and Betty Boop. Oh yeah, and Betty Boop's like, oh, when commer- when cartoons went color, I I didn't really have a place anymore. But you know, I still got it right. And Hoskins treats her like Meryl Streep. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you do. I like do. a little twinkle in his eye, and it's like, oh my god, like this guy is acting. He's doing a great job that this was a major like Academy Award, you know, best picture nominee, not a family film. And this still would have been a great performance. Like he, I cannot say enough good things about Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he treated it like that and he should have. I mean, it's, it's worth it. And credit to Zemeckis for making it work. Yeah. Like yep. Charlie Fleischer does uh, the voice of a few, you know, Benny the Cab yeah. and, uh, and Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. And like he was on set. He was, um, you know, either acting, he even sometimes would dress like Roger Rabbit on set. He was like, out, you know, just he, trying to help out. Yeah, which yeah. is a big pick me up because imagine that really helps. 
Yeah. It's hard to act to nothing. And I know we look at uh, the George Lucas uh, Star Wars prequel movies. And he famously said there wasn't a scene that we that wasn't done with the green screen. And yeah. um, it's like, oh, or, you know, some sort of CGI element. Yeah. It's like, eh, all right. Well, you know, but you do kind of respect the job like Ewan McGregor did, or Liam Neeson does in those movies. Those two are great. Because like, that's, that's not easy to, you know, other ones, Hayden Christensen and even Portman is a great actress. Seems out of place there. No, but, well, she just has to be a robot the entire time, basically. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she had to be, but, but I guess. Well, the choice, queen, that, that personality was, she's not, it's not good. Not it's good. not good. But, but those movies are but not the, good. But she's across from, a lot of times she's across from Hayden Christensen or the kid and, and what, you have nothing to work with. Right. With, with those. I mean, at least you do with Ewan and. Um, and right. Yeah. And Liam Neeson. Right. They're, they're the bright spots in, in those. Films, I agree. But, the, but the, those, those are such shitty, shitty, shitty films. I don't think I'll ever have to see them again. Oh, I think you're wrong. We're going to run. Oh, no. We go, we're going to. I mean, there's three made chill of money. We're going to run into those. What I'm hoping for, though, um, is don't we have to watch them in order? No, we don't. Star Wars is exempt. This is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, don't we have to watch? Don't we have to watch we uh, Empire first? And we then, do not because we already are you sure? and we Return of the Jedi. Can already. we create a Star Wars rule around this shit? No, we, we're eating up the Star Wars, baby. God we both it. are familiar enough with the, uh, <sighs> with the rules. No, just the, the movies. Yes, like, we yeah, know yeah. the world yeah. enough where we can talk about one and not having to have seen it. I know. Did you, Star Wars is exempt. Wanted, I don't want it. Like, uh, well, fine. Think I want to watch those fucking movies? No. Jesus. No. And they come in hot on those days. I know, I know Terry Gilliam was offered this movie too, and he's like, too hard. Won't do it. <laughs> he regretted that. <laughs> no shit. I'm like, you did Brazil. Brazil is fucking hard. 12 Monkeys is hard, and you wouldn't do this? Yeah, it seems harder. It does seem harder, but still, Brazil is hard. Honestly, man, I totally get what Terry Gilliam is buying. I would not <laughs> do this movie there. And think about Zemeckis, too, like at this point in his career. He just, you know, he uh, had now had back-to-back hits with Romancing the yep. Stone and now Back to the Future, which became a, a mega. He could basically pick his his uh, his project. He decides to do this. Eyes in the whole time is bitching about the budget. I know. And then he's bitching about the content. And then, so then he puts together the movie and he delivers it to them. And Eisner's like, well, we are going to make a lot of change to this movie because this is too sexual. Yes. And Zemeckis goes, oh, I don't know if you saw my contract there. <laughs> it says I have creative control. I have last cut. And this is the final cut. Yeah. He did not move an inch. You he can't. Did. You he, can't because you'd, you'd crush the film. The film, you, it has to be okay and for Eisner adults. was pissed. Good. Fuck him. But because of the power he had, because of Back to the Future and to some extent Romancing the Stone, um well probably spielberg had his back and some other folks that was the other element and that's yeah. why katzenberg kept going obviously we found out later when dreamworks is created sure. katzenberg and spielberg have quite a friendship yeah they do but uh katzenberg just kept saying to eisen we want to be in the steven spielberg business let's not blow this but um you know it's also eisner's kind of short-sighted here is it don't you also want to be in robert zemeckis business like right. this guy wound up making forrest gump wound up making castaway want to make some pretty heavy duty movies that well, made a lot two, of money right, two and three of back to the future I mean, number one but they was weren't going to get their hands on those obviously because yeah, it was already already uh through uh was it universal um and uh, so they already had their that, that, that ship had sailed but don't you want to have a good relationship with this guy and like so you make movies down the road like yeah this guy's making mega hit after mega hit you know romancing the stone no 100 million romancing the stone yeah. it's still big i mean you know romancing the stone was his last chance because that didn't work he was because yeah. he had already done a couple bombs yeah. in Rome, including he 1941. Did. Right, a few of the bombs. So uh, th- this was kind of his last real crack at it. Yeah, and uh, then he got the ability. Then he got the chance to do Back to the Future, which obviously became launched uh, him. Yeah. I mean, just a behemoth. And right. then you know this movie. So think about his perspective. You know, Zemeckis does this, which becomes a huge blockbuster movie. These two and three, both which make quite a bit of money. Huge. Yeah. Three is a little disappointment uh, uh, financially, but it still made it still made a lot of money. Yep. And then he does that movie Death Becomes Her. Ooh, that's Ouch. a tough one. Yeah, Bruce I mean, Willis. Uh, on paper, you got Bruce Willis. You got Meryl Streep and, and Goldie Hawn. Yeah, those are three. Just didn't work. 
And yeah, not um, good. That, that, that's a movie where the special effects is like too much. You know, and you're like, All yeah, right. you have the neck that's turned around. I remember All that. All the, the, the oh, hand went through the yeah, stomach. Yeah, it's yeah. like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you have Don't to do, do it. it. And I think, you know, he falls in that trap sometimes, Zemeckis. Like, he'll do these, like, he did that Polar Express movie, which yeah. I've only seen like little uh, segments of. But it's like the characters have like no eyes. Like their their eyes have like no soul. Right. It's very creepy. It's weird. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Do we have to do it like this? For some reason, my great uncle is a voice character in that one. Really? In that film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that happened. I think it was through like one of my uncles or something had connection. And he, he does a small voice part, but I've never seen it. Are we going to have him uh, pop in when we do that? He's going to be the guest for his dad. Right? So uh, oh, I don't think we will. Great sucks. uncle. Hey, he's like, I mean, my grandmother's 90, uh, right. almost 90. He lived a good life. He was older. I think he's, I think he was 90. It's kind of cool to do it as an old man then. Yeah, it's neat. Oh, he, yeah, he was. That's pretty he was fun. 70s, I think. It's a little cap, you yeah, know? It's neat. I don't know why that worked out, but it did. Um, but, but yeah. Zemeckis sometimes gets carried away, but in this, that's the other thing that's fearful. I'm like, Oh, it's gonna be too much. I just know it's right. Zemeckis. Zemeckis can go overboard. Yeah, I'm like, no, it actually was the perfect amount. Like they didn't go to Toontown till uh, the, basically the third act, which is creepy. By the way, were you creeped out by Toontown? Oh, I was fucking creepy. Oh, I would never. I'm I like, would, I would I'm not so, going in there either. I would be so miserable in Toontown. That is awful. I place. mean, I tried just because it's so annoying. Cr- it's so. It, it's just it's a fucking drug trip. I mean, you're just nothing. I mean, of course, it's a cartoon. It's not reality, but it's so there? weird. And are people singing the entire time? I would be creeped out. I would just. I would go mad. It, it, but it looks like because they go in there at night, but then when they go there, it's sunny. It's sunny. So is it always sunny in Toontown? I don't think. I don't know. I think it's anything. Toontown is not good. No, Toontown. I think down it could Toontown. be. I think it. I don't even think the days are a particular length. I, I think sometimes it might be night, but it's a half hour from now. But oh then the next God. night we might just not madness. get for sixty days or something. <laughs> it's just crazy, and you just you can't find your way out. Like you're fucked. I, Everything keeps changing. I love, you know, obviously we're, we're shitting on, but like the, the way that's delivered, the way that's introduced to us uh, in the movie is fantastic. Oh, oh, through the, through yeah, the curtains, tunnel, through the, the tunnel. Curtain. And just like seeing it, you're like, you spend 10 minutes, you're like, this is a weird fucking horrible place. Like, <laughs> like they don't, like they don't try to make it seem great. They just kind of like, no. it is like, it just is as it is, but like it's, um, it's done really well. Can you imagine Bob Hoskins as a, as a, uh, or his character as like a younger man, like going and hanging out there hanging with his out, brother? Like what? Your pianos can fall on people's heads and shit. <laughs> yeah, but only when bad guy, like, uh, I know it's know. still, it's still weird. You never know what's going to happen. Your elevator could drop forever i mean are there repercussions for humans because there's no repercussions for tunes i think they're respectful like typically the tunes are respectful of humans because they have uh, these issues so it's like oh you know yeah but i wouldn't go in there because anything can fucking happen i think you're in danger all the time i think everything could kill you in there oh you could just like fall in a manhole the, the, the ground could just shift it's true it's a, it's a crazy place to it's a crazy place i wouldn't go there because they just would annoy me but it, it is weird that it's just this tunnel like <laughs> in the side of their city, la right yeah just, this is a tunnel it takes you to Toontown. that's like where'd this fucking thing come from did you ever play the video game i don't think so it was the first video game for nes that i can remember i'm sure there was something before that um the zelda i guess is kind of before that but like this was the first one i felt it was like open sandbox because you were in the you basically benny was a much bigger character in the um in the video game because you could jump into benny's cab and you can go from like stop to stop this sounds but you didn't have to go in a particular order and then you could go to toontown whenever you wanted to if you unlocked it yeah it was like I remember the, really enjoying the game because I felt like I, I was world. Yeah, I wasn't being directed in one area. Yeah, like Zelda was kind of like that too uh, with Nintendo. The, but like it, it maybe because it was like it didn't feel as like this is you're driving a car down a road. Uh, it's like oh cool, I can go in this building, I can go in that building. I just I remember thinking like this is a really fun game because I have a choice. I'm not being led one way. Sure. Um. So I was really, I really, I actually played the game quite a bit. That's interesting. Yeah. It sounds familiar. I wonder if I did play it. A it little was bit. pretty cool. Yeah. 
Um, but th- this movie top to bottom is, is, is very good. Even the beginning cartoon with baby Herman. Oh my God. I love the opening. It's great. Cause you just dropped into a Looney Tunes basically. And it's a really good one. And it's a really good one. And then suddenly you just, you, it, it breaks out and you're on set. And I, that's just it's it's such an amazing introduction scene. to yeah. what the world we're going to be in. Like it starts with the cartoon and then it breaks us into that, um, you know, that world where they live together and it's done so effortlessly and so well and so organic. Yeah. It just feels, it feels natural, but it feels, but watching it, you're like, holy shit, this yeah. is crazy. Uh, I, 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 this movie is really, it's really, really good. good. I am really interested though. If you have kids and you have ha- watched with them or Matt and I right where uh, the pacing feels modern, the cartoons are fun enough where the kids still enjoy it or our kids is like, eh, not for me. I'm just, I, I don't know. Maybe the cartoon character is too old. The kids won't. Could be. Yeah, because it doesn't look like, like kids. Get, like, like, I don't think little kids like care about Porky Pig anymore. No, they're certainly not going to get a Betty Boop reference. You no, know? Like, no, so no. like, no, but they might like him. They might like. Uh, they might like Roger. Um, he's pretty crazy. He's crazy. He's kind of annoying. Very it's annoying. Just, very annoying. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. You know, after this, he does. Um, you know, just Hook. That's he, right. He's a small role in that. Yeah. Um, he's good in it. First mate. But then he had his his big break and it didn't work. Was uh Was Super that- Mario Brothers. Yeah, that doesn't. He said he didn't know what that was. How do you not know? He said, well, I, mean, no one, I, I didn't I watched, know. I still don't know what it was. No, but he didn't know what Super, that it was a video game. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> which seems a little strange. Like, wouldn't you do a little bit of research there, Bob? Yeah, maybe the paycheck was good enough. Maybe it was. Uh, was it him and Laguizamo? Uh, yeah, Laguizamo. Yeah. I. Dennis Hopper is uh, Cooper. That's right. I think I might have seen it and it was shitty. Oh, it's awful. I saw it. It's very bad. It's, it's like, I think I it's, saw it's, it. it's like wildly bad. Like, I would love to cover it for the show. It's really bad. Did it make if any that money? pops up. It didn't make much. If we ever hit a week, that's top ten. We're doing it because that could be a that could be a watch along. We could do too. Eh, I'd rather, I, 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 I I like the movies watch alongs like Boondock Saints. Like I don't think ever crack the top ten or whatever. Yeah. Like I'd rather do. We gotta do like, that one. This Super Mario Bros. Is like is like almost more interesting to like just talk about long form like this. Yeah. Um, okay. Because there's a lot of moving parts and it's uh, it's an odd movie. It has an odd world. I haven't seen it as opposed to just like totally mocking it. It does actually take some chances. <laughs> all the chances none of them work. But it's a uh, bizarre. Yeah, movie. it's too bad. But he that was- but when that tank, it kind of like. Lost his shine. He did mermaids. Was that after this or before? before this? Mermaids before. Yeah. Mermaids was right after this. That was the one with Cher. Yep. Um, so he did that. I, I think that was that. a follow up to this, but he may. Yeah. I think that, that was a follow up to this. Yeah. Um, I know I saw it, but I can't remember. But he's a very good guy. He's dead now. Um, he died yeah. a few years ago. He had Parkinson's. So yeah, he, he retired and then he ended up. I don't know if he died. Like he just, if it was complications he from that or pneumonia was, was probably. Yeah. You know, he just health deteriorates when you have, when you have um, dementia. Which is too bad because he's, a, you know, he, you know, he's nominated for, um, uh, obviously, Caddy Moore from Mona Lisa got nominated for a bunch of Golden Globes, um, and uh, obviously an English actor, and he, he's um, he's very well regarded there. He, he's quite, he's a very good actor, very good actor, uh, and he's he, he's fantastic. It's, it's, it is very cool that this is his legacy. I don't know if this movie is still a big movie with kids. I, I hope it is. I hope it is with kids and families. I hope kids and families aren't like. I feel like everyone's like kind of so soft nowadays with kids. Like I hope it's not a thing where like oh I won't show my kid this no because of the Jessica Rabbit stuff. That's not that bad. I hope not. I, don't, I mean, I, obviously, I'm not a parent, and I also grew up in a house with no real rules of sure. art. So maybe I'm the wrong person to say this, but I think this movie is incredibly innocent. It is. Yeah, it's because only in, it's only not the innocent. fact that she's in a relationship with the bunny. Like she, she knows he's just such a good guy. Like it's not even a really it's, sexual relationship. It's only sexual or whatever if you look at it from that perspective. If sure. You, if you're not an adult looking at it, you don't see that stuff. No. No, they, they truly are like double entendres that really work for both adults and kids. It's a really entertaining, fun movie. It's it's uh it's really good. One of the best family movies we've ever covered in this show. Yeah, agreed. The rare movie that works for adults and kids. You know this. I you know obviously Superman the movie is is, is in that camp as well. <sighs> yeah. 
<laughs> it does. It works for both. It does work. Um, for and, both. and it's this, this it's works, both. you know, Batman, the, uh, the Nicholson version too dark and creepy for little kids. Maybe. I mean, I guess I think for anyone over the age of like seven, it's good, but maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. That it's pretty I mean, creepy. you do have him electrocute someone to death and then mock it's, him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's, but I remember being nine though and being like, this is great. Oh, I loved it. And there were a lot of nine-year-olds in theaters, but that was the 80s. Maybe it's different now. I it is definitely different. Trying to think of other movies we've covered that work really well for both. And there haven't been that many. No, E.T. maybe is another e. T., one. E.T. E.T. But right. I don't e. know the, the pacing. Kids, the pacing's a problem. It's beautifully shot film, but it's the pacing's really My weird. My sister said her, her kids liked it. Like E.T.? How yeah. But I don't know if it has the same like... like Probably not. Because the pace... It, it, it it's is, really slow. It's really not slow for 82, but it, you're right. I guess for compared now. to 2021 for a kid just watch something on YouTube and sits down and watch DT. Yeah. It's going to be a cuts on YouTube are fast. I mean, they don't look good, but they're fast. Right. Yeah. The pace is entirely different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ET is really good. I, I, I would love to I show know. my kid ET. I didn't, it didn't hold up as much for me as I was hoping it would, but it's, I was still, yeah, I, I liked it. I you you have no soul though. We've talked about that, right? A very, um, a, a very deep soul. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, who forgot to have it? Really good. B plus. Yeah, check it out. Totally enjoyed it. This is so annoying when that fucking thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. Are we leaving this in for our Patreon people? No, I'm not leaving this. All, All right, right. right. I can leave it in. Fuck it. So what happened was, yeah, Matt played Again. the music and it came out through the speakers of the computer and not through the uh, the roadcaster. And Matt gets kind of annoyed. And now he's. Uh, oh, I know why. Hold on. Oh, he's doing something now. He's touching wires, touching the wire that. They're going to make me stop talking. Huh. Is that? That doesn't have any. He's got uh, something. It's like a USB thing. It's not plugged in. He's just plugging it in now. Yeah, keep doing the play-by-play there. Yeah, I'm doing Sparky. a good job. Uh, uh, Carano just plugged in the, the USB. I'm Joe Castiglione. <laughs> Shall we again? All right. The flame. All right. You don't want to keep going? No. Song sucks. Yeah, song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap trick sucks. So, okay, so I have a thought on that. <laughs> you do? We'll start with that, I guess. All right. So I really love the song Surrender. You don't like it? That's, if we ever covered that, which we won't. We won't, 78, yeah. It would be in my bottom five. No. I hate that song with oh, passion. Really? I, oh, uh, I like this song a lot. This is the what we're talking about here. I really like this song a lot. I, I can't stand this song. Hmm. So, all right, I like, well, in my opinion, I like this song a lot. It was used really well by Conan O'Brien when he went and did uh, The Tonight Show. There was a thing of him going across the country with this in the background. Oh. I also just really like this song. I just think it's a really fun, it definitely would, was like, would crack my like top 50 songs of the 70s. I really like the song. Um, having said that, like I so because I like that song, I've always had kind of a warm feeling towards Cheap Trick. I've always had a terrible feeling towards Cheap Trick. Well, I did a deeper dive. Finally, I finally sat down <laughs> and prepped for the show. I'm so like, was, all right, let's really look at Cheap Trick. Obviously, we all know. Um, oh, what's the song? Uh, the live version. Thank you. I want you to want me. Right. Which is, I actually like this better than it's. It's, okay. it's a neat thing. It, it's it's a neat song. So in my mind, I had kind of those two songs. But I'm, I'm like, there must be a cheap. So I think what the cheap trick is they fucking tricked me. You know, they, they oh, were good. They, they absolutely it tricked didn't you. Didn't cost them any money because the rest of their stuff sucks. Cheap trick is so when they do the Rock ballads. Hall of Famer. 
We're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to get to that. So Cheap Trick. So this song, uh, The Flame, is... It's like JV Journey. Dude, this, oh, it is totally. I know and the same journey, thing. And I like this is bad Journey. I like Journey. You know, I mean, Me there's too. some cheesy shit, but there's some, but some really some good. Stuff's okay. Some good. There's some good some songs. Good. Yeah. Um, Ghost I believe it's a great song. It is a great a song. Gr- unabashedly great song. Right. And there's other good ones. The Flame. Really pretty ones. The Flame is like JV version of that. Oh, you're and being then, kind. Freshman and, version. And then you've got like. You have, I mean, ZZ Top is a better straight rock band oh, than, totally. than Cheap Trick is. Cheap, they kind of straddle that same line in some of their- I always thought ZZ Top is uh, a little harder. Uh, yes, they are a little bit harder. But when Cheap Trick is a little bit harder, they do riffy rock. You listen to ZZ Top and they're they're just better. <sighs> or you listen to, here's a- this I'm, is kind I'm of not a, a huge ZZ Top, but they're okay. No, but they're better than they're way Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Um, cheap trick. <laughs> there's also, uh, this might be a weird comp for you. I'm not gonna. I can't have this. Are you, are you speaking? I'm just saying, like, with my man Billy like, Joel? like there's sort of. I think there are this cross. I think there's this cross of JB, JV Journey, JV um, uh, Billy Joel when he does his rock stuff, and JV ZZ Top. They sort of they they're in this like space. I don't see the Billy Joel in there. stuff at all. Oh, that song is a very. If you, I'm listen, so connected to Billy Joel. I'm not saying. I know, but I no, that's can't. a good song. That's a good song. No, but I mean, not, I can't look past, like I'm so connected to Billy Joel that I can't look, I can't even compliment anything. Well, just trust me that I have the outside perspective on this. No, if you listen to their rock stuff, yeah. it's that style, mm-hmm. but nowhere near as good. All right. He does that style way better than they so, do. So good. He's got some good stuff. It's I'm going to listen to Billy Joel like all night now. <sighs> okay, good, fine. Well, you're fine. I may be crazy. That's a good song. I like Billy Joel. Just there's, a lunatic you're looking for. Oh, there's a, what did we do? What was the, um, what was the uh, the song that we did? It, it's a it's a Billy Joel song title, but but it was the the oh, what was the song we did two shows ago? Um, what band? What's the guy's name? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it, I can't remember. But Billy Joel's song of the same name was much better than, oh, than right. the other one. But it doesn't matter. So Billy Joel is better than Cheap Trick, but Cheap oh, Bruno Trick, Mars, just Bruno the way Mars, you are. just the way you are. How about that? Memory I almost by played. Me, huh? I almost it. played uh, just the way you are in that show because, like, this is a better version. You're not even saying words anymore. And I know what you're talking I can't about. Talk We've been about doing words. too many of these episodes. Too many shows, and I'm tired as fuck. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. So, but they they Cheap Trick can't do any of those bands as well as those bands can do. And I listened to a lot of their their discography today. It's not good, dude. It's not good. I think the journey the journey thing to me is like really Definitely dead on. Ladies. Because like that's the first thing I thought. Like I'm hearing that I'm like I was going through their stuff. I'm like this is bad journey. This is bad journey. This yep. is bad journey. It was like this sucks. This sucks. Cheap trick. This album sucks too. It's their. It was their second biggest album ever. This is their only number their one. Only number one that they've Which ever is had. Crazy because um. Oh my god. I keep forgetting. I, think I want you to the, want me. Yeah. They, like that's that their, was everywhere. Quintessential. Yeah, like that's like like you know why I hated them because of because of their video for that. Not the live version. All the live version is iconic too. But the video of it with the stupid guitar player and his like checkered pants and the stupid like banker hat almost. And he's he's all goofy and weird and 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 making motions and flipping his guitar around and it's, it's like this. You're not even playing hard stuff. Back off. I was listening to either BCN or I, I don't think it was BCN though. But I it may it may have been WHEB. I hope I hope it was. 100.3 classic rock here in New Hampshire. Right. And whoever was, whatever station I was listening to, said that it was in like the early mid 90s. It said that I was the perfect song. Oh my God. I it's want you to not. want me. Fuck no, off. No, what, what oh my God. About? Who? Oh. Such a, that's a radio. Radio DJs have no brain. What a crazy statement. <laughs> that's a crazy statement. The perfect song. The reason, a, and you're probably thinking, oh, it's definitely not BCN because it was an alternative. But I want to say it was such a. 
it was such a crazy thing. It really made my head tilt, and I, that's why I think it might have been. But whoever it was, it could have been BCM because they had a little bit of a resurgence sometime in the '90s, and I don't remember why. Oh, cheap trade. Maybe they were. Yeah, maybe they were in like Wayne's World or something. Or oh. maybe, I don't think it was Wayne's World, but it's you know, something. I know what it was. What was it? They did the theme song for that '70s show. That's exactly what it was. That's but exactly it wasn't right. their song. It was Maddie Star song. Yes, or not Maddie Star. I'm sorry. Um, big, big, big star. Big star song. That's big what it was star. It's the name of the right? band. Right, big star. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Magic Star is an alternative band. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but no, big star. Uh, but they wrote but Cheap the song. Trick, yes, Cheap Trick. Chimpu just like actually I like the Cheap Trick version better. The, the it's better. Used. Yeah, but like it's not like I don't know why they just didn't have. I mean, maybe they're dead or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know much about big What's star, their uh, thing to do? But talk to. Uh, yep. We're all, all right. It's not. It's an okay song. It's all right. It's a pretty fun theme. Yeah, it's fine. Hanging out. Yeah, it's, I just get a little cheesed out by. It's just a little. It's just a little cheesy, but well, it's, it's perfect it, for the 70s. Well, now it's because uh, just this past week they they said that, uh, that Danny Masterson is going to have to face charge like criminal charges for rape. Well, this has been in the makings for a few years oh, now. for a decade. Yeah, yeah. decade. But like they're like, oh no, no, you're going to well, you're going to court. Is like real life, like yeah. rape charge, like not like not civil. Like this is like you go to jail, no fucking around. Don't be a piece of shit, and this shit won't happen to you. Fucking it, well, raper. If me and you both knew about this rumor for you know, he, yeah, yeah, before yeah. the yes. charges, we heard the rumors. If for, it got to us, yeah, everybody if, knew. If, like if I'm thinking, if I know this, everyone in Hollywood, like it must have been just of course a, a very open secret about this guy's complete slime. I don't know why. It's so stupid. I hate that that studios put up with this show. Ashton Kutcher kept working with him. Ashton oh, Kutcher that's, worked that's with actually, him. They just point. did a show for uh, Netflix. And that when this really, really, really went down is when they finally fired him from the oh. show. But like he kept working with that's him. That's shitty. Yeah. I actually usually respect Ashton Kutcher. I think he's a pretty he smart guy. He usually makes call with stuff. But like, he missed that one. Yeah, that's a big... I mean, and he, he must have known. That's shitty. I know. You can't do that. Well, Seth Rogen's getting some hot water now because his friendship with James Franco. James Franco's in the shit right I see, now. I haven't seen any of that yet. And like, people like people are like saying Rogen is complicit um, with some of this. Well, he yeah, because he work, keeps working yeah. on it. Exactly. Yeah. I think they should be... I mean, you know, no criminal charges, no nothing, but you should ask questions. Hey, if you're not going to... If you're not going to fucking... You know, look out for the people that you're that you're working with, and you you need to you need to face the fire too. I hate that shit. Yeah, I wouldn't allow if my buddy. I've had a similar experience, and I've had to talk to some people. I've had to talk to a guy who was yeah was being a creep. Yeah, or worse than that. Yeah, yeah. Because like because it was my friend group, and I'm like, this can't this can't happen. I'm lucky where none of my friends had done. I actually there was a, where I really it was like a. There was a <laughs> Except for I've you, had to course. do it twi- fuck off. <laughs> I've had to do it twice. One was a dude and one was a, a woman who um she was definitely a very she was a very aggressive upper um she was a maybe a junior or senior in college mm-hmm. living in a dorm and there was a bunch of you know freshman sophomore there. It was a little bit different in in my art storm because you just people would just kind of stay there for a while. Be but uh one of uh, yeah, it was a, I had a buddy and she was like he he's a kind of a passive really passive sweet sweet guy. And he wasn't used to getting a lot of attention from women and he got attention from her and she's attractive and she would beat the shit out of him. Like in, it was uh, like sexually very aggressive. I saw scratch marks all over him, all sorts of shit. I had to fucking sit her down too. So you sat, <laughs> I you did. imagine how these people must have thought you I sit know. them down? The fucking, like, I mean, I get fucking lost. I, no, I, I go into a room. I was like, listen. <laughs> I, would, I would spit in your face. I mean, get the fuck out of here. She stopped. Fuck are you? She fucking. I don't want. Are you kidding me? I would. I would. My male. Like, the fuck are you, dude? Yeah, but I was totally in the right. These are fucking. <laughs> I'm not saying that. These are. I'm not saying, imagine if you put yourself in her shoes for a second, and you get this weirdo Carano coming. Sometimes in here. I have the confidence that people <laughs> won't stand up to. But you're a good guy. Like this wouldn't. Ha- it wouldn't happen to someone like you. They knew they were wrong. Yeah, they were doing some bad shit. 
<laughs> you're laughing at me. Carano's superhero. I know. Well, I don't feel like this that. Door. I don't I know why. I had to come in with your cape flying. I'll, I'll protect you, young man. Oh, I know. That's terrible. <laughs> I was just trying to help. I helped. He like he was he was really beat up and he didn't know what to do. Couldn't get away from her. So I told her fuck off, and she stopped bothering. <laughs> you're laughing at me. <laughs> Don't you think when you do that though, in that situation? Yeah, I would go into the girls' room and be like, listen, nah. you gotta stop being my friend. No. <laughs> I can tell you right now, in all, all honesty. You wouldn't do that? I would never do that. Oh, really? Yes. You wouldn't want to protect I your buddy? I would sit my buddy and be like, hey, oh, man. Oh, like, that too. Like, I would be like, hey, like, he could are, not are get you, Are you okay? Like, what's going on? And if he's like, no, like, well, maybe we need to get you a different door. But I would never go, or I don't know, I'd be like, well, how can I help? I guess what I would tell him. I wouldn't go into the girls' room and be like, listen, me and you need to have a chat. I had the same conversation with a dude who was doing the same thing. It's a little different with a guy, a guy, of a guy. I don't see like, what, tuning up a girl. I, I don't know if I'd have a conversation with him. I, you know, it'd just be like, I, you know, maybe I have some of my bigger friends and maybe, maybe go talk to him. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe not. Or maybe you just alert the authorities or you alert the, you alert the, but with a girl, I don't know. Well, he ended up getting like removed from school from it. So, you know, it, it, it ended up so that he wasn't dealing, he, he wasn't having interactions there anymore. But yeah, I had to talk to a couple of people. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to protect my friends. You know you're in real trouble when you have that the Carano knock on your door at the dorm. That's funny. So, uh, back to the 70s show. Back to... Uh, it's Carano's music. He's coming uh, I just want to protect... I want to protect my friends. Are you are you messing around with my my friend? He was all beat up. Dude. That's he my bad man. Carano voice. He was, he was in rough shape. And he are was, you scratching my friend? Like he didn't know how to get out of it. He didn't know how to get out of it. <laughs> Luckily, he had one friend. <laughs> one guy. Who's going to make all the difference. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the best thing too. I heard all weekend, by the way. <laughs> this is the best thing. I don't believe you're laughing at me for it. That's very <laughs> it's mean. It's better than the perfect game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really better, but. All right, good. Uh, can we go back to the fucking stupid sure. song? Cheap um, trick. The flame. So this it's just, they're, they're, so, there's, they're just not interesting. They're just boring. Listening to the song is fucking boring. They're not interesting. Oh, dude, it's such a drag. Such it's, a drag. It, it feels like they're like trying to be like a white snake doing a ballad. Yeah. It feels like they're posing. Oh, they are. It doesn't feel, and then they are, right? Like it doesn't feel authentic at all. Or- well, the other problem is because they're, you know, they've had, they had a couple albums that did well. They had the one um, with, I want you to want me. Uh, I think that was their was second it, album. That was the second, album, album after um, Surrender album. Right. So I think Surrender might have been their first or second. I don't know. It was early. Right. 78, 79 but then we're they talking re- about. So right. it's like 10 years later. Exactly. So prior to this though, they they released two albums that both tanked. Oh, and yeah. so their record company, Epic, it's like, we, you, we're not going to, you need to get some other people in. So they did. They got a bunch of writers in and it sounds like that because it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like them anymore. No. It sounds like the, the, the hair metal, like the, you know, JV hair metal version of them, of, of, of a band. I don't know. So they, uh, they do an Elvis cover. They don't, they do. Don't be cruel Dude, on this. It's awful. Did you hear it? I did. Dude, I'm like, this is not awful. Much Same album. Yeah. So bad. That's what I mean. They, they do. T- I, I think they did was two- the radio. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I thought I did too. When I heard it today, that might have been the first time I heard that song was the, this version. Cause you remember I'm eight years old. Right. And I think I want to say I might have played it. My parents parents are like, uh, no, like it's this old, is the, dude. this is the real version. Yeah. yeah like, and they played, you know, you know, like what are we doing here? Yeah. But, I think there were two covers on this album too. And then a bunch of the songs were written by other people written by Bob Mitchell and Nick Graham um, of Nick Graham was in atomic rooster another British band. I don't know, but uh, he atomic had a rooster. Had atomic rooster. I like that name. Uh, yeah. It's a cool name. Um, yeah. Well, it's all right. <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
but they didn't write it like this material. And then, and afterwards they said it was a really hard record to do. Uh, ultimately, <laughs> it's a hard record to listen to. But ultimately, I mean, it worked out. It made this one made money. It was their only number one hit. Yeah. Great. And, and it got him in the fucking rock and roll of fame. That's a fucking tragedy. Dude, that's that fucked is a up. Goddamn tragedy. Um, is there, oh, the only other, we don't have to spend any more time. Besides, I've got Cheap another Trick thing. sucks. Cheap Trick sucks. 3,700 concerts they've done. Yeah, so it's it's the four the four guys. They've actually been doing it. A couple guys took some time off in the eighties, yeah. whatever. Yeah, basically. Um, but like for the most part, though, it's been the which I think is kind of admirable. It is really admirable. The think four of them, like, it must be kind of cool. It must be like they must have, you know, they spent four years of somebody. It must be that's that's pretty cool. It is cool. Think of that, a hundred shows a year for thirty seven years in a row. That is crazy. That is crazy. That's I mean, crazy. it probably didn't break down like that. I'm sure they had some years where there was lean and some years where there was, was a lot, a lot but, more. but then we're talking 200 shows yeah, a year to make up for it. Totally. That is a lot of shows. And so, and, and maybe they're great live. Like that's, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, maybe, maybe like live, it's like a really fun show. And that's kind of what got them into the rock and roll Hall of fame. Like just their live <laughs> element, but, but like just listening to their, you know, just i was like going through this stuff i'm like there's nothing i like here this no. is all trash no and then the only really ones that are famous are surrender i want you to want me and yes. then the flame i, I didn't know i any didn't other ones. Uh, or maybe the dream or something or dream something from oh yeah i know that song yeah 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 it sounded yep. vaguely familiar yeah. when i played it today i checked it out yeah um, that song actually actually their 70s stuff i actually didn't hate everything from like 80 on i'm like oh i'm out i mean it's more indicative of what they are but you know that the 70s they do sound they sound like a late 70s band and they stayed that way basically until this album. Right. And then it gets, you know, then it gets glammy or that it gets hair, hair bandy. But it's, but it's not because like, you're right. They're trying to be, it just, right. it never, it never feels. It and even, if you even look at the album cover, it's the two, the two main guys from two tricks, <laughs> yes. but they look so uncomfortable. I know. It's like, Oh no, I can, right. This is how you felt making the music. Cause like you both look really out of place. You both look like you don't want to be there. It's the strangest. Check out the album cover. It is the strangest album cover. It's like you could not find two more disinterested people. Well, and they are like the least attractive. Oh, I guess the lead singer guys. Okay, but it, they, they don't belong on an album cover like that. Because isn't if I'm picturing it right, it's their two faces. They've got long yeah. 80s hair. And they're just kind of like standing there yes. like. Uh, it does not look right. Trying to it looks so bizarre. And just, they just look so like not into it. They're not into it. Uh, 20 million records sold. Seems low for a band that's played 3,700 shows and is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but who knows? I would agree. Cheap Trick sucks. Yeah. Um, but they did make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I'd like to play a little game like, are they or oh, no. are they not in the Hall of Fame? All right. I'll do my best. Yeah, I mean. I don't have a ton. Some of these of, you would know. I don't have a ton of Rock and Hall of Fame knowledge. That's okay. It's fun. Okay. It's fun anyway. And then tell me. So tell me. I wish I did. That's something I should know more about. I had a book growing up that my mom had. It was like the Rolling Stone. Um, it was Rolling Stone sort of music anthology with like all the bands. Like the Hall of Fame is still pretty new, though, right? I no, uh, but it had like a lit. I used to read it, like sort hmm. of an encyclopedia was of like bands. Eighties, right? Like late eighties. Maybe a, you got it in the nineties, though. It could have been. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I I kind of knew a little bit more about the older bands. But okay. So tell me if you think they're in or out, and, okay. and I will tell you the correct All answer. Right. And then also you should tell me if they should be in All right. or not. Uh, the first one you may know because it's been talked about recently, Pat Benatar. Oh, Pat Benatar, I believe, is in. I think she just got in, right? Pat Benatar is out. Oh, And we- she goddamn very well should be in. Yeah, I'm kind of eh on Pat Benatar. Oh my god! I mean, she's fine. I'm not against it. You know, we not, belong like, is such a beautiful eh. song. I don't need. I don't need to have her in the Hall of Fame. I, I yeah, but if she was in, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like for that. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah, that's a good song. Love is a battlefield. Eh. 
That's a great song. Pat okay. Benatar should be in. That's All bullshit right. that she's not. Right. Okay, fine. So she is out. So is it, why is that? You're right. I have heard get it. I thought she got in this year. She got maybe, some sort of um, maybe because she never has gotten in. Is that why? So I know the criteria, but I don't know actually who's voting. She did get this van. She's like a. She mm. got a high amount of fan vote okay. and didn't get in. Yeah. Uh, the criteria is this: you need to have uh, your first record had to be 25 years ago or more. Right. And you need to, this is not objective, but create music who that's originality, impact, and influences change the course of rock and roll. That's Pat Benatar was a major star in the 80s, and she has, yeah. a, she has a bunch of hits. Yeah. She should be fucking in. Yeah. ELO, yeah. Electric Light Orchestra. Ugh, I'm guessing you don't like them. Is that true or not true? That is true. I do not like them. So I'm guessing they are in, and you're doing this out of spite. Yeah, they're in, and I am doing this out of spite. They should not be in. This song I don't blows. hate ELO like you do. I fucking hate them. I'm not saying they should be in. But I'm probably a small hall guy. I'm, a, I'm more of a small hall guy. ELO should not be in. Fuck them. They're, they're terrible. Um, bon Jovi in or out? <laughs> I think he's in. I wish he'd be out. He is in. Yeah. Yes, and I don't think he should be I in. Remember, we, we covered some Bon Jovi we before, have. and that was not yeah. good. Uh, the Guess Who. Remember, we covered the Guess Who with uh, No Sugar and... Uh, uh, these eyes and uh, remember they had like a five year run actually, where they had like are, 10 we hits. Like, we end up liking them more than we thought we, we did. Right? Well, I knew I liked them, but yeah. yes, yes, um, they're very I'm good. guessing they're not in. They are not in, they're yeah. out. They had something like 12 top tens in a five year span. Mm. They should be fucking in. Um, Joe Cocker. Ooh, um, I like Joe Cocker. Me too. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Pretty, that was greatly distinct, got a great distinct voice. I'm going to guess he's not in, but you think he should be in. He's out, and I don't know if I think he should be in. You yeah. Are So Beautiful to Me is his song, but most of his other famous songs are covers. Right, And even though I love them, yeah. you know. Uh, the One to Years theme is a cover oh, of the Beatles. That is a beautiful version of A Little Help from what? My Friends. What you do? I like that better than the slave. Beatles version. Attitude. That's off the White Album, of course, which is one of my favorite Beatles albums, but uh, Cocker just destroys that song. He's it's That's an awesome version. Um, I, but I'm on the border because he did a lot of Beatles tunes and he didn't, you know, none of his, that you are so beautiful to me is, or you are so beautiful is an amazing song and an amazing performance, but I don't think that's enough to get you in. He uh, was iconic enough where Belushi played him in SNL and everyone knew what oh, he was that's doing. True. Yeah. Oh, he was certainly And iconic. that was the late 70s. So. I mean, you picture the Woodstock footage of him. Yeah. So even 10 years later, people got the, yeah. so he was still was a. But yeah, a Hall of Fame. I would probably say no, but I'm a small Hall guy. Did he change the course of rock and roll? I don't like mm-hmm. that. I don't like that whole idea. That's yeah, whole but stick. I mean, you know, it's not. He wasn't. He. You don't need he, to change. You can still be awesome and not change the course of rock and roll. Okay, and still be still get in. I think it's a lame. Thing. Okay, so Joe Cocker's out. All right, I'm on the fence. Okay. Uh, did you say in or out? Uh, I say out. Okay. Joe, you're gone. You're out. Uh, Jethro Tull, in or out? Oh, see, I'm not a Jethro Tull guy. I'm guessing they're in. They're not in, and they Ooh. should be. Uh, and Jethro Aqualung, Tull is, Aqualung Aqualung is a great song. Yeah. That album is great. I don't like that album. Heard a lot as a kid. Oh, My so, parents liked it. Yeah, it's because your parents have good taste. What's that? It's because your parents have good taste. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, Jethro Tull is a great band. Uh, even So they'll do, sure, as you know, me. hugely experimental music, yeah. some of it, right? Like album length. Um, Thick as a Brick is, a, fi- is a, a full album, but there's a snippet of it that has been had radio play, and they've had a lot of radio play. You probably heard it a lot on classic rock stations too. Mm-hmm. That definitely happened a lot here on HB and shit, mm-hmm. which is too bad because it does. Like I haven't listened to Jethro Tone in a long time because I heard all those radio songs, yeah. but I think, but they're, they should be in a more regular rotation. I say thumbs very down. Good. They are thumbs up should be in mm. um, the moody blues. <sighs> all these like drab things you're talking about. Um, I mean, I, I'm guessing they're in. I don't think they should be. 
They are in. They should not be in. Yeah. The Moody Blues is one of the worst bands that have yeah. ever. Down in I, they're like minstrel music. Mm. In not a cool way. Jethro Tull's minstrel because he plays a flute. Also not cool. Very cool. No. But this song fucking blows. Or that Tuesday. Actually, that's the best one. Tuesday afternoon. That's the best one. That's the best one. But then like the, the reason is another one. I'm looking for. But did you ever get me? I fucking hate them. Hate them so much. Uh, Moody Blues. Okay. Jim Croce. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. I like Jim Croce. Is he in or out? I'm going to guess he's out. He is out and he fucking should be in. You've got Bad, bad Leroy Brown. You've got Time in a Bottle. You've got Don't Mess Around with Slim. You've got, there's a ton, a ton of songs. Jim Croce's great. He is great. I love him. I love his style. I love his voice. He's a great writer. Maybe he just died too young. Died too young. Yeah. But he still should be in. It's like a Herb score, you know? Uh, yeah, you pitch the Indians, you move his arm out, and, uh, you know. And that's it. Yeah. We did like a Kerry Wood or something. I would have gotten that, but Herb Score is better than Kerry Wood. Herb Score like had a legit like Hall of Fame yeah. like resume. Her- Kerry Wood like one great, you know, yeah. came back whatever. But, like we check out Herb Score if you're bored. Uh, the, he's like a crazy like three year run and all just fell apart. Done. Sad. Yeah, Croce lived. He was his early thirties when he died in a plane crash. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before. He was he missed a show somewhere in Middle America because he was sick and he's like he was burnt down from the road. He's like I should just go back and do that one show. It's the right thing to do. Oh. Little plane to get out there, crashed and died. I always say, don't don't do don't do nice things. Don't do know? nice things. They always left say. His, his poor wife. Um, he was awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, I, and he seemed like a super good guy. Mm. Really Too good, good guy. apparently. Damn, should be in. Ugh. Okay, uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Oh, I think she's in, isn't she? Did she just she get in? Is in. I think she just got and in. And that right? is bullshit. If the comp is Pat Benatar, Pat Benatar. Blows her out of the fucking water. She has two songs. I hate myself for loving you, and I love rock and roll. And they're not that good. I mean, theme. she has the theme on the. Uh, doesn't she do the theme on Freaks and Geeks? I don't know. It's a good song. Well, that's fine, but still, it's not. This is not comparable. She's I don't not, think she should be in. I'm with you. Um, Donovan. Oh. Um, I'm gonna guess they're in. It's a him. It's just him? I thought it was a band. I thought Donovan was a dude. Donovan's a dude. It's not a band? It's just a guy? It's named after him, yeah. Yeah, but the band's named after him. I think it's just... They all just show a picture of him. Are they in the Hall of Fame or not? Uh, Donovan is in! So I'm guessing guessing it's more than just Donovan got in that day. I could be wrong. I don't think they say they about Donovan. I think it's just him. I think it's just him and he has a backing band. Anyway, Donovan's in. I don't care about Donovan. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. Oh! Interesting one. They are. They just got in the ballot, so either they just got in or they're not in. But like, they're but they're in. They were in the discussion recently. I, I think they should be in, but they uh, should be in. Yeah, they're not um, in. They're, they're not. not in. They're not getting. They just. I think this is the first year in the ballot that was like this past year or something. Well, twenty five years would have put them at night. Would have put us at nineteen ninety six. They should be a couple years before. I know they would. I just, three or just, four. just been talking pretty recently, obviously. Yeah. But I remember. I remember that I was being. I remember thinking, oh, I hope they get in. But I remember thinking, like, there's no way they're gonna. I don't. Well, then again, like you said, Joan Jenkins, like that's crazy. Like, that's Joan, crazy. It's yeah, crazy. it's a Rock Hall of Fame. They don't do a good job. I guess. No, they don't is do a good job. I should run the. That, this is what should you happen. Should I should run the fucking oh, right. Hall of Fame. Well, there you go. And then okay. I would have some standards and consistency. Move to Cleveland? Thing. I like Cleveland. Cleveland's underrated, by the way. Actually, I like it as a city. I'm pro yeah. Cleveland. I was there a uh, year and a half ago visiting a buddy. Yeah, it's and pretty I cool, right? It. Yeah, downtown is fun. Downtown is fun. Yeah, yeah I, nice I've spot. gone to Indians games. I've gone to a Cavs games. I had to go to Cleveland a lot for work. Yeah, when I was living in New York, so I had to go there a few times. So I went there about four or five times, maybe. Uh, people could not the friendliest city in my life. Yeah, never met friendlier people than when I was in Cleveland. Yep, it's every not, single person I met was like nice, and not like a cheap. 
like fake like savannah nice where they want to like gut you because you're from the north and they're gonna <laughs> right, smile and pretend right, they like you right. it's like a real like oh genuine. i'm genuinely happy to well, see you midwest people are considered cleveland, uh, cleveland, like, it's right on that it's kind of it's on that edge yeah but cleveland was like really cool yeah i was like oh, i, I liked really it there nice. too yeah so i guess if they give me that job i would probably move to cleveland for a little bit i say cleveland is a friend of the show fine cleveland's a friend of the show uh dave matthews though the band yeah we like him we do like him and the band yeah um the third most number one albums ever oh my god seven and then why are they not in that's, not right. bullshit. that's, that's bullshit. what i'm saying it's because well, is that back there's a if there's no anti- first year they should be in i agree the, the, seven the, there's a lot of anti-day people out there of course only the the beatles and the stones have more that's crazy yeah that's crazy that's not right that's not right i don't know what the whole thing is about like he seems like a nice guy too. i don't know why everyone's so down i think him. they just think he's cheap or maybe they don't like the fans the fans are just kind of hippie dancer dancey hippie people but he's no he i can say that he is genuinely a nice guy no firsthand my buddy who's uh been on tour with a, a number of acts doing sound he's on dave for a short tour a short while and dave couldn't be nicer and dave they do they go on tour to make sure that everybody like they have their people they make sure that they go on tour so they can make everybody money like they're always looking for like we're just going to keep doing this thing i don't know man i think dave dances is pretty cool he seems like, like a really cool that. guy I, I know maybe some people think that's lame but I, I like it i like it i like a lot of his songs i know you like the album afterwards but cr- that album crash i really like it's an awesome album yeah, it's good. I like the other a uh, couple of albums more, but that, that I mean, it's, yeah, Dave Matthews. That's uh, yeah, definitely. Um, should be in. Short stick. is not in yet. Yeah, that's, not, that's a crime. That's one where it's like, ah, that's, that's really bullshit. Okay. Um, Sammy Hagar also not in, but I don't care about that so much. I don't like Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I mean, fuck him. Um, anybody else of note? Nope. I think that's it. Right. We played the in or out Hall of Fame mm. game. So that was in, in lieu of your story. You said you didn't have a personal story. What, did you call me out on the show? Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's summertime it's between my fourth and fifth like year, and, and you know, where were you, where, where, like, where well, were you living? So, at, so in Hooksit because right. I moved there for fourth grade. So mm-hmm. the summer before I moved to Hooksit, uh, from between third and fourth grade. So it was my first, basically my first full year in Hooksit. Okay. And then at some point I would have gone to Iowa to see my grandparents, which I did the summer before. Remember right. my, uh, you might remember my family moved, uh, when we were in Iowa the last time to like, you know, kind of get us out of the way to, uh, so they could move. And, Right, 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 right. Yes, whatever. But so we went, you know, we went there for seven summers in a row. Or was something. it a good summer? It's like, it's, I don't like, remember. I, I remember 88 being a really good year for me. Like it was just like, like it was a year before we moved to New Hampshire. Right. And it was like, it was like my last year of like real childhood for me. It's like 88. And I, I remember just th- having really positive feelings about it. I think I probably, we probably would have gone later in July is how it typically went because I would have played baseball until probably mm-hmm. the beginning yeah. of the right, summer. Right, right. I'm sure that ends but maybe at school until till late June till late or June, yeah. June or right. something. You probably have baseball until the end about of that, that, I would that. guess. Yeah. Um, so this is the 4th of July weekend so or uh, yeah, two. So close. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I was at a probably at a barbecue with my at my grandparents or something. Oh, okay. That seems to be what would happen a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, but that's it. Um, headlines. Okay. Stefan Edberg from Sweden wins his first Wimbledon of two beats Boris Becker. Bud Black of the Indians sets a club record for hitting a bat, hitting batters in an inning. Really? Yeah. Bud Black. Bud Black, of course, went on to be a manager. Yep. Um, of the Padres. The Padres. Did you Giants as and, well or no? And the Giants. Was he right before well, Bruce Bochy? Bochy, did. Bochy was no. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't Giants. It was the Rockies. It was the Rockies. Padres and the Rockies. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, but Black was in San Diego when I was in San Francisco. I think. Yeah. Was Bochy. I think that was happening. right. Um, yeah. Bud Black had a nice little career. 
Yeah, seemed it. Um, but he was he in the '85 Royals. I think he was. I, I think know. he won a World Series that year. But I will say that uh, he matched you in hit batters in uh, an inning with three. Ah, yes, I've, I've done that. And you not get thrown out for that. Maybe he did by. But Barnes must have been a nice guy. He'd be like, hey, yeah, I'm just like, hey, you know, talking to the umpire, like, you know, it was an accident. Sorry. Yeah. Oof. Whoopsie. Whoop, did it again. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm going Third motherfucker. <laughs> Doof. If they can't hear you, you're saying that out loud. Oh yeah, a, I say it out loud too. I like, bet you, you do. Son of a bitch. Fuck yeah. you. Boom. <laughs> I, I feel. You know. So you like that? Oh, yeah. I get mad. I bet you do. Especially in the spring training. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, fuck spring training. Yeah. I don't even want to do that. It doesn't matter because you're going to make the ball it's club anyway. No, of course. I've won two MVPs. I yeah. mean, it's just a, it's a fucking grind. You do it to build up relationships with the other players because the more you play oh, with them. Oh, I see. I and see. it also does boost your stats a little bit, but it's I get so bored. Everyone I, like, uh, a lot of people I play with um, say that, um, you know, also play the game, so you should just sim spring training. But if I, my guy ever got hurt in spring training and I, oh, you'd I, would, feel, I would feel guilty forever, you know, it's, that goes to your grave. You that's know? what's going to happen. Your, yeah. your guys do, <laughs> you guys are ripe for a, uh, for an injury here pretty soon. I know. I got hit in the head. I had a comebacker last year. Oh, wow. I got, uh, I had to go in the DL or the IL now for, uh, 10 days. Did you, that's it? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was Lucky. okay. Dude, I do you wear goggles now though? You should do that. No, I can. I choose not to. Cause I don't think it's like, cause my guy looks like me. So I don't wear glasses. So you should uh, wear goggles. But if I had, no, if I had glasses, my uh, stats, my uh, things would go up. Oh really? Be- but I choose not to. I'm trying to keep it authentic as possible. That is authentic, though. If you it, authentic people, people wear that. Stuff. I don't wear glasses. It's me. Oh, you. You want it to be authentic to it you? Looks but like you're me. also not a ball player, so oh, it doesn't matter. You're, you're my guy's really skinny. I mean, he runs around. He's crazy. <laughs> he's a, he's cool. Like a little chicken. I don't know chicken, but no, chi- little. You tall, said tall runs around. You. What's that? You said runs around. It runs around. Oh yeah, I go crazy. Do you go crazy? Oh, sometimes I go crazy. Yeah, sometimes I'll run all around the infield. Do you get to do it because you're you're once the ball's in play, you can kind of control your guy. So I'll, <laughs> you'll sometimes I'll just run, just run around. around. I try to run into the guy running to first if I get mad if I'm in a grumpy mood <laughs> or whatever, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. You're gonna get hurt. Well, but my, you know, you only get one career, so you might as well just do. I'm gonna break Ryan Drecker. That's my goal for strikeouts. Was he at four thousand something? Five thousand. Wow. Seven hundred. Yeah. Good luck with that. I know. I know. It's a big. You it's have to a, play it's, a long it's a big time. goal. I, I'm, I'm going to play. I'm like Steve Carlton. I'm going to play to rip the jersey off. I'm going to go until I'll pitch middle relief. I have to. I'm going to go. It's going to destroy your stats. No, I'll, I'm a compiler. I'm going to keep going. I want to get. Here's I want to try to get four hundred wins. I want to yep. try to get. Yeah, but 6, don't you want a low whip though? I don't. I don't care about this. I. I want to just. I wanted to stay around as long as I was wondering what would happen if like a legend. Like Ted Williams quit. He batted over 300. Last I know. Year. I know. Like, I know. what if he just stuck around? What if, like, especially with the DH, what if the guy just stuck around forever? And Steve Carlton did it. Eddie Murray did it too. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson did it. Just yeah. play as long as you can. Like, what happens? Ricky Henderson's still in the minors when he was like yeah, you know, 50. Manny Ramirez too. But he always got yeah, popped yeah, for several. It doesn't yeah. count. No, it doesn't. But uh, the Steve Carlton thing is wild though. I mean, he even won the World Series with 87 twins. Right. He was busted, broken. He comes back for 88, like 88 twins. Just retire. He just won the World Series. Like, no, man. I'm no, going. Going. Fucking and, going. And he, uh, you know, didn't make it out of April. But they cut him. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Okay, so, oh, uh, you mentioned Nolan Ryan. He yeah. actually won his 100th game with the second team this week. Oh, that would have been the uh, Astros. That's correct. So, of course, yes. Stars screwed the Mets. Yeah. Traded for Jim Fergosi. Mm-hmm. Terrible trade. And then uh, goes to the Angels, wins 100 games with them. Yeah. Wins 100 games with the uh, Astros. And then he uh, leaves the Astros, of course, goes to the Rangers. That's right. But does not win 100 games with them. How many wins does he get totally? He has over 321, yes. I believe. I'm doing that by memory. I could be wrong. Might be 324. Why doesn't he have more wins? He played for a lot. Well, he pitched for those Angel teams were lousy. Where are they bad? Oh, ho, ho. He, uh, he only went to one World Series his whole career. 69 Mets. That's right. So think about that. That's all those years in the Angels, 70s. All those years the Astros in the 80s and then the Rangers. Ugh. In fact, the only playoffs he went to would have been, um, I think, 80 Angels, yeah. 81 Astros, 
and then 86 Astros, and none Ugh. of those teams made it to the World Series. That's tough. That's a tough career. 26 years, right, and he only makes it to the World Series once. I wouldn't want to do that. That's not good. I'd need to get to the World Series. No. I don't want to pitch that long without getting to the World Series. He went once. He got a ring at least. I mean, poor Ernie Banks. Poor Ken Griffey Jr. That's true. Never even went to one. Just passing out in his dugout towards the end. <laughs> Falling asleep in the locker room. <laughs> yes. So funny. That's <laughs> funny. He had a good career, though. He's a great player. Oh, boy. He was a really great so player. Great. Too bad he got, I mean, he ran into walls and Those injuries hurt himself. In Cincinnati, it's yeah, too bad. No, but he, was, he would have been so dominant. I mean, he still had over 600 homers. I mean, he's had a great career. I know. And did steroids. So, like, that's pretty good. It's really yeah. good. He was a phenomenal player. Um, but the other thing that happened was uh, the Piper Alpha explodes this week. Did you see this at all? Were you no, looking at all? No, no. no. It's an oil platform in the North Sea. Oh. And um, most of the evidence of, the, of this thing is on the bottom of the ocean mm. because it the exploded and, and fell down. Right, basically. So there's only so much that could be like recovered and deduced. Um, this thing is 120 miles north of Scotland, northeast of Scotland. Oil was discovered there in 1973. And by 1976, they built this giant you know, oil rig platform. That's, that's you, you remember from, uh, what's the space movie with uh, uh, where they go and they kill the asteroid? Oh, Armageddon. Armageddon. You remember the, mm-hmm. the drillers? Yeah. Kind of like that. So they were doing really well. They found, they were able to, to, like, to pump out a bunch of oil from there. And they wanted to expand how much they were doing. And you have to get certain licenses in order to up your capacity. So they were going to do that. And as part of the license agreement, I don't know if this was a, this was like a, a, um, like an environmental thing or something, but when you pump out oil, there's other gases that come along with it. You have propane and you have methane, not those. Well, no methane. That's right. And (laughs) sad, sad fart. And, uh, and so if you're an oil rig, they didn't, they weren't capturing, that gas, they were, they, what would they would do? They would burn it off. Mm. Um, so as part of the, like getting their, their license to do more, <laughs> I can't talk to you. You're just looking at me with fart face as part of getting their, their license, um, to, to produce more oil. They had to start capturing. <laughs> methane yeah. yeah. And so they do. Mm. And that, that became a catastrophic failure. So, Everyone, you have to do maintenance on these things. And so there was a compressor that they had that they took offline um, to do maintenance on and they were changing out the flanges. I think it's like the rubber, um, these like rubber flanges that, that where you would have like open and closed valves to make sure that nothing like was escaping. And they put a flange on that wasn't pressure tested. What ended up happening, and, and then at the same time, there was a like some sort of safety mechanism that they didn't put in place. So the... <laughs> They took, the, they took this thing offline to do these repairs, put it back on, this compressor, put it back on. It's not functioning properly. It lets out, um, it lets out a, like some gas and it ignites huge explosion, which then blows up this oil pipe, second explosion, third explosion, fourth explosion. And basically this giant thing, um, so the, uh, the living quarters, 81 people are in this four-story living quarters on this platform. The... The, the explosions were so catastrophic, it slid into the ocean. They all died and drowned. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. 166 people died. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, like 61 people survived this fucking thing. But wow. the, it ended up at the bottom of the fucking ocean. The biggest catastrophe um, at any oil rig like this. Uh, two, it was like two billion in fucking damages. Crazy. I have a question about that story. <sighs> so when you were in college, you're in this dorm and you farted. 
did you say like, oh, excuse me, or were you like, oh yeah, that's a good one? No, I didn't. Were we like, oh no, I just go elsewhere and fart. I didn't just like let shit go and and around. You like walk like you're playing a video game with your buddies or whatever. You yeah, I just go to the bathroom or like go somewhere else. You excuse me. I'm sensitive to. And you would get I didn't say, you, excuse me. I'm just sensitive about other people's you so know, space. You, so you're with your buddies. Just, I don't remember. With guys. What do you want? What, I just I leave. Know, I was running, I like, what happens now? Do I fart in your face? No. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish you would. <laughs> would you want fart, to? This is, a, like, uh, if this is like a safe fart zone. I would just rip him. This is not a safe fart zone. <laughs> I know, because you're so uptight. <laughs> it's not because I'm uptight. I don't want your stinky ass in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think we had a little attention to the show. Speaking of ass. <laughs> speaking of flames so you you would walk into the bath you'd go to the bathroom and you walk back and like nothing happened like oh, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> no what do you do what do you do at like a fan at, at like your in-laws house you just sit on the couch and fart on your in-laws or what do you go to the bathroom what do you do i, I guess i i, I guess you go I, to the bathroom don't I you haven't, i haven't had bad gas my in-laws uh i guess you're right but that's in-laws is different than your college dorm room like, that's why i picked that setting in particular I mean, they're girls, or it was a co-ed dorm. I had yeah. girls and guys. I'm not going to fart but around the chicks. Just with guys. Now it's a lot of girls and guys. It was a it was a mixed company a lot of times. Excuse me. Hello, hello friends. I'm back. <laughs> Where did I go? It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> You're really fooling him, Matt. <laughs> no, Matt never farts. I don't know. You, you, you It's like Clark Kent. He just vanishes sometimes, but he's back. I think. Most of my friends were sensitive to that. We didn't fart <laughs> each other. Friends sound awesome. <laughs> you sound like great guys. Um, what you call you say great guys are because they farted because you farted each other. You and no, your buddies didn't because you said they didn't. You no, that's what I'm saying. You and your buddies are so great because you farted each other. Yeah, I said, I just fart said, more. There's honesty within that. Honesty. Yep. You don't pee on each other. There's honesty in that. <laughs> Fucking golden shower, your buddy. No, hey, even come over here. No, that's that's if you can if you don't know the difference between peeing on someone and farting around somebody. Then you are the one that fart is, is that just is shit fumes. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Makes cool noise. Funny smell. It's a win-win. That Peeing is, a, is gross. That's a lose-lose. Urine is so nasty. Ugh, Urine's fucking sterile when it Dude, comes out of you. You like you like piss. I don't. I don't like piss. I don't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I don't piss, like I'm piss. piss boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna piss on you. <laughs> God gross. damn it! Took him three months. No, took him three weeks to put out the fires from this motherfucker. Shot flames two hundred meters in the sky. You know, if they had just, just gone to the bathroom and been polite, they wouldn't have had to look for all this gas. 166 no. bed. Excuse me, excuse me. 166. Oh, boys. <laughs> I think I've said what I need to say about this. <laughs> God, I bet you're really glad you picked that story, huh? Ah, poor dead people. Um, so we are back. Oh, oh my God, huge week. Uh, we're back on Saturday with The Shining. I'm beyond excited. Uh, and then we have uh, Bruce Brothers for you guys. Right. Which I've never seen the whole thing. Really? I don't think so. I was odd. thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen the entire movie. Seems odd that you wouldn't have seen it. I know. That's I've another seen, one that's I've seen HBO every forever. SNL episode in the late 70s that yeah. Ackroyd and Bushy were in. I don't think I've seen this movie, which is bizarre to me. That seems very bizarre. I know. Yeah. Maybe I'll, if I watch it again, I'll. It even had a cult resurgence in the 90s. Well, people in high school. Right. People, uh, when was the sequel, though? Like 2000. Oh, they did it. 2000. But you're right. Well, but, but in the 90s. Ni- in the 90s. Right. Uh, yeah, because all my buddies were watching in the 90s. Totally. I know I I missed I missed this I think or, or, or maybe I'll watch it and I'll, and I'll realize oh, I did see it but um I usually don't usually it's the other way around so I I don't think I've seen this so I'm kind of excited to see that so I'm actually next week at next week's shows I'm super amped up for okay right on um anything else that's it. see you then.